Welcome back to the Move, Eat and Re-Energize podcast show where we sit down and have conversations with interesting and inspiring legends about mindset, movement, nutrition and bringing more energy into your day. In today's episode, I bring back an old episode from the CJ Rubric archives from an old podcast we tried to start up and in it, Shannon and Cheryl from Lone Dog fame and I sit down and talk about what a common phrase we kind of hear which is, I need to get fit to start training. So we sort of chat about some experiences we've had with people and why some people would struggle to get started and how to come over that initial roadblock to get you moving closer to the best version of you. It's a nice short episode today, something you can take away and start putting into action immediately. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to the CJ Rubric Podcast. Chef say hello. Bonjour. Doggy say hello. G'day Chris. Hey. Today we're going to talk about am I fit enough to start going to a gym or am I fit enough to start training? And the reason that we're going to speak about this today is the three of us sitting here at the moment have had tons of experience with meeting people who have a very similar and shared story. And that relates greatly to the first time they've ever walked into a gym. The one that stands out the most to me was, it happened many years ago actually, maybe five, six years ago, where I was in a commercial gym and as I was sitting at the reception desk, there was a big glass facade across the front of the gym and you could see everybody who was about to walk in or walk out. And on this particular day, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon, there wasn't many people around, but this one fella came and as he just got to the edge of the glassed area, uh, there was all these benches that ran across the front of that and he just stopped and sat there. And that itself wasn't very uncommon because people when they were coming to the gym, if they were talking on their phone, they'd stop there and finish their phone conversations, which was quite polite of them, instead of just barging in the gym and carrying on like jerks on their cell phones. So, uh, I just sat and waited for this guy to finish what he was doing before he came in. Now, the thing about it was that it was a ridiculous amount of time, maybe 45 minutes to an hour, like a long amount of time. And eventually this guy came into the gym and introduced himself to me. His name is Craig. I'm more than happy to remember his name. I'll remember it forever because of this story. And Craig then began to inquire about personal training. And from that first meeting, we end up teeing up to do an assessment and follow-up sessions and all the stock standard stuff that happens when you initiate PT. But the interesting thing happened, not even in our first assessment or even in our first couple of sessions, it was about four sessions in when Craig revealed to me that he almost didn't walk into the gym on that first day because past experiences had made him super hesitant to do so. He was expecting our gym to just be full of these giant muscle bound, tanned up dudes who were just like fully aggressive and throwing weights around and just pushing, you know, noobs out of the way. Uh, plus, you know, he also thought it was just gonna be full of all these, you know, Fitzpo girls that were, uh, you know, just like supermodels that would make him feel mega uncomfortable in his own skin. And it was that uh, vision itself that nearly just made him turn to go away because uh, when I quizzed him about the first day that he came in and sitting on the bench for all that amount of time, he wasn't on the phone or anything like that. All he was doing was sitting down, trying to actually rationale with himself whether it was worth him going through all that stress and heartache for this, what he was just assuming was going to be just constant rejection from experienced gym goers. And what turned out to be a wonderful thing for him was that because he took the plunge, 
he then learnt that you know that environment was nothing like he imagined it was and it was full of helpful people uh, wonderful supportive members and that this was ended up being the turning point to uh, actually him himself uh, making big strides in his in his life itself but in terms of his health and wellness it all was very pivotal on that first impression so it's it still does still surprise me when people share similar stories because we still get it constantly and I just want to get the message out there that that it's not all doom and gloom and and this nasty negativity that some people just this 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 great thing that people start to picture uh, that actually stops a lot of people stepping in the door and that's kind of the the point here so I think where the fitness industry sometimes hits itself in the face is when it starts campaigning for what they think people want to see as um, what what they perceive, perceive exercise to be. So you might see an advert for um, boot camp where there's someone just standing there yelling insults at someone like it's the army in the 80s or where you see all of these different um, memes that pop up all over the place whether you're on Instagram and stuff like that and people think that everybody has to look a certain way to be able to go to the gym uh, where people think that they have to have a certain Lorna Jane outfit or um, clothing that suits what they're wearing yeah like it's amazing that even something as small as the items of clothing that you're choosing to wear can factor in how comfortable somebody feels walking into a gym yeah and like heaps of people will always say they will the first thing they do is they go buy clothes to start a fitness journey which is the first thing they could probably do is just walk up the end of their driveway and walk back to start their fitness journey depending on where they want to start and it is like we said it's the fitness industry at the moment and the way they market to people about this all or nothing type of fitness is where the breakdown's happening and it's alienating the, whatever the percentage, I think it was 40% of the people in Australia are still not active or 67%. Well, I've got it mixed up, 67 or 40%, but pretty much 50% of Australia is not doing anything and 50%, the other 50% are active. So we're still targeting the people that are already active with our marketing. We're not touching on the people that aren't really doing anything yet. And you can't argue with those stats. Yeah. And Cheryl, even now, even with her program to teach people to run a 5K fun run, it's still incredible how many people think that they need to learn how to run 5Ks to join a Learn to Run 5Ks program. I also remember having a client that introduced me to their partner and their first instinct was, oh my God, you're not a muscle-bound chick that looks like she's half a man. Because that's what their perception of what a personal trainer would have looked like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've got some balls. (laughs) (laughs) So I suppose it keeps coming down to... And what we're noticing is that most people just do not feel comfortable or safe enough to start yet. What do you guys reckon? Well, yeah, exactly. Because either their past history has given them bad experiences... Or their perceptions are, have developed this unattainable, you know, target, which makes them feel mega uncomfortable. So probably the best thing that someone that's starting out could do is find themselves a trainer that they're comfortable with, that is able to give them the empowerment to feel comfortable in the environment. 
yeah, basically meet them where they're at. So depending on the person, everyone's going to start at a different point. Finding out where that person is now, what their problems are, like what obstacles are in their way at the moment to try and to start and working solutions around where they are now to get into the next step. And then just gradually adding on step by step till they get to the point where they're comfortable to do whatever and they feel good about themselves. Yeah, no matter where it is. So even if you just want to do an at-home program, you don't have to join a gym. You don't have to go join a boot No, camp. exactly. It could be anywhere. But whatever it is that you decide to pursue, even if it's like a mountain bike club or some other sporting activity, find one that speaks volumes to you in terms of comfort and enjoyment because if you don't like it, don't do it. If the trainer comes off a little douchey, then you don't, ha- you don't feel obligated to hang out with that shitty trainer. If the gym that you join you know, doesn't give you the vibe that you like, then trust me, there's another one on the next corner. Yeah, exactly. And sort of, like you said, especially the train part coming off a bit douchey that you shouldn't have to feel like a trainer should be flogging you every day to make you to do something. It should be you wanting to do it and then guiding you in a direction of where you should go safely. Like you pointed out there before, meeting you where you need to be met and then taking you where you want to go. At the end of the day, you're the one paying for the service and it needs to be the service that's being provided is something that's being provided for you, not for the trainer. Yeah, exactly. Good point. So if we can uh, take any advice from my mate Craig, guys, find something that works for you and then explore from there. Yeah, good. Awesome. Signing off. Ciao. Thanks again for listening to the Move, Eat and Re-Energize podcast show. If you took something out of this episode, please share it around on social media and just get the word out about what we're trying to do, which is to help people to move more, to eat to match their movement and to re-energize so they can show up at their best self every day. If you need help getting started, if you need help to just sort of take one step in the direction you want to get to, we have an um, infographic on our website called The Big Three for Fat Loss and it shows you exactly how you can get started in your home, at, in your lounge room today and start making progress towards the best version of you. Jump on the website, cjrubric.com, download the infographic. You'll be added to our CJ Rubric daily emails, which I give out tons of information on. So yeah, go over there, sign up, and I'll talk to you again soon. See you later.